November 14th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, how do you pay for ghost prostitutes? Plus, the dietary restrictions of a multiple personality system. Which video game series provides positive reinforcement for child molesters? And an African man mourns the death of My Little Pony's Cozy Glow. Time for the spectacle, time for the show The lights are bright and the colors glow I'm not just anybody, I think you know The time is now, it's about to blow Wrestle, listen, glisten, glam Turn it all up, it's a spectacle Wrestle, listen, glisten, glam Turn it all up, it's a spectacle Give me more, wrestle, nestle Glitter eyes, big surprise, light cameras Wrestle, nestle, glisten, glam Turn it all up, it's a spectacle Hear the applause, here to impress Not just a party, I am the countess It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen She is a fat cunt That really gave me tranny baby fever Try new peanut butter eggs Oh, shit all over your face, baby That's the best way to do it It's just a fun thing Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you to start a new week of programs Got a great episode for you uh, You just sat through and in Enjoyed a little razzle dazzle. I don't know if you caught this or if it's only clear in the music video, but uh, that song was uh, My Little Pony themed. This was posted in the Discord by DV listener Rural Gaming, and it was found on the YouTube channel Princess Shitposter, who collects and posts uh, cringe worthy pieces of video, mostly My Little Pony related. For instance, here's a very upset man addressing uh, Princess Celestia. <laughs> this is a message to Princess Celestia. I'm Princess Luna. You are child murderers. By the way, the words he's trying to say there child murderers he's accusing princess celestia and luna of uh, homicide i guess you are child murderers cause the glow did nothing nothing wrong i cry myself to sleep every single night Thinking of my precious golly. I didn't follow that particular cartoon, but uh, it, I guess it's a lot darker than I initially thought. Battles to the death, pony murder. She will never come back. I just want to brush her mane. Aw, he just wants to brush her mane, maybe underneath the old oak tree. Let's jump and run, we'll have a fun, can you come and play with me? 
Love that song. I'm not the only person, by the way, who remembers that uh, pony toy and, and has that stupid song s- stuck in his or her head. I've had it stuck in my head for 20 years. It ain't going anywhere. Here's uh, an accordion player who apparently also remembers that song. I don't know the last part, actually. Yeah, he sang it during a performance. Everyone joining in. All right. Get the idea. Let's now finish up with that African guy crying over a cartoon pony. Rest in peace, Golly. Okay, dude. <laughs> Try jerking off to Velma. I heard she's hot now. Hot and into uh, dyke stuff. Although I'm not sure if you're attracted to human female cartoon characters or if it's just ponies or four-legged creatures. Anyway, thank you very much, Rural Gaming, for bringing this all to my attention. Moving on now, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this next clip, but I I have to play a little bit for you just to show you how progressively crazy Galileo 2333 is getting. Galileo, big proponent of uh, child rape. This latest theory, though, is an absolute huge stretch. Hi, this is Galileo2333. The Banjo-Kazooie series video games. It's like, where could he possibly be going with this? You're trying to drag poor Banjo-Kazooie into your weird, sick, pedo sex games? Are a really good kind of mindset conditioning for our uh, movement. Sure. Um, because uh, the way the plot... Well, lo- there hasn't been a Banjo-Kazooie game in decades, right? And the Banjo-Kazooie and, the, and how they, you know, complete their missions. You know, the bear and the bird, you know, characters uh, complete their mission is very similar. It is a good kind of model for um, how we're supposed to um, <laughs> overthrow the, you know, things like the Me Too movement. Who developed that game? Rare? I think Rare is now owned by Microsoft. They made Banjo-Kazooie back in 1998. There was one group of people who could possibly predict the future. 14 years before it happened, it's going to be the designers of Donkey Kong Country. Uh, you know, visualizing Toronto Burke resembling Gruntilda the Witch. Uh, you know, the big enemy that has to be put out of commission. Um, and there's all these you know, kind of challenges and complicated, you know, puzzles to solve in order to, comp- you know, I mean, to get to that point. Um, but the Banjo-Kazooie games is a good kind of uh, training material, I guess, uh, kind of psychological training material. Um, it's not the only, you know, psychological training material for those uh, getting into our movement, but everybody in this movement should be familiar, should should I gain some familiarity with the Banjo-Kazooie games. It's important you mentally train to become a sex offender. Some other good video games include Poon Raider, Pap Smear Simulator, Duke Touchum, and of course, Sim Rapist. None of those are quite as good, quite as useful as Banjo-Kazooie though. I saw this video and it's, it's so completely random. Um, you know, in terms of strategic and mindset, you know, kind of conditioning, the way that the way to kind of visualize, you know, how to approach a lot of the, you know, situations um, that we're um, facing. So, uh, yeah, there's, um, I guess, uh, you know, those games are, um, you know, and yeah, because, you know, there's a, the, I guess, and not only is it, um, you know, there's, a, there's also, the, you know, battling the enemy. <laughs> the man cannot spit out a fucking word. 
Hey, Galileo, what is today's date? So, uh, yeah, there's, um, I guess, uh, not only is it, um, you know, there's uh, there's also, um, so, uh, yeah, there's, um, I guess, uh, you know, those games are, um, you know, and yeah, because, yeah. you know, there's, uh, the, okay. I guess, uh, not only is I, it, that's um, okay. you know, there's, Galileo, uh, there's also, I figured the, yeah. it out. I went and I got my watch, which I left in Nebraska, went on a little vacation this past weekend and uh, forgot my watch in the hotel room. That's okay. I drove back there and got it in the time it took you to stumble and bumble and provide no answer. Today, by the way, is uh, Monday, November 14th. Oh, look at that. It says it right on the corner of my computer screen. I never noticed that. Guess we're both idiots. All right. I know I didn't want to spend a lot of time on Galileo, but I'm just, I'm so interested in this Banjo-Kazooie thing. But also, uh, there's the, um, there's a lot of uh, scenes of helping, uh, you know, like freeing the Jingos could be um, perceived as it could be uh, visualized as freeing people's minds, guys, uh, minds, mindset, um, you know, and our... This pervert has played a lot of Banjo-Kazooie. Freeing prisoners, maybe, perhaps, you know, freeing guys who are in prison for th- for sexual assault, things yeah. that shouldn't be crimes, and also the simple act of getting... Yeah, because in no other fucking video game do you help people that's pretty much every game people are- <laughs> you're you know you're helping a princess or or winning a war or something you're helping people out you know think you know that they that, that this stuff could be um that adults could have uh, sexual interaction children it could be a, a good thing you know that kind of thing so yeah freeing the jingos is a you know kind of good you know visualization and also a lot of that you know helping the various types of creatures you know the various things that are that are helped you know by the guys you know i mean through banjo kazooie um that could be seen as um you know introducing the disadvantaged man to young girls uh you you know, lead it for all program, all the different, like a wide variety of different kinds of guys, because, you know, all roads lead to child sex with Galileo 2333. You know, they're, they're all different animals and even inanimate objects that are personified as animals. Uh, At no time does he ever think that means you should be having sex with animals, though. That would be less of a stretch, you know? It's just because he's a child molester. You know, he sees special child molesting messages in anything he watches or plays. Uh, so, yeah, that represents a wide variety of guys that, um, oh you know, various you know, conditions and, and situations uh, that might be, um, you know, disadvantaged in being able to have uh, sexual interaction with women. You know, it might end up becoming, um, there might, you know, be incels and for various reasons. And our mission is to make Maybe it- they're incels because they play Banjo-Kazooie instead of going out and meeting girls. All right, that's enough of Galileo. We give this guy quite a platform here on TV. You know, on BitChute, he only has 60 subscribers. Most of his videos only get like two or three views. I'm kind of amplifying this guy and his message. Not sure if I should feel proud about that, but I kind of do. Hey, I got to say thanks to DV listener and Discord member Ziggo. Ziggo has quickly become DV's resident TikTok fake disorder reporter. She's been combing through that subreddit fake disorder cringe, and she's uh, she's found quite a few just morons on TikTok. This person, uh, the first one I've got for you today, is trying to make us all believe that she is a semi-verbal You've heard of verbal and non-verbal, like autistic people. She's semi-verbal. You can't. I don't think you can just be semi-verbal. You're either verbal or not. If you're verbal and you you can't spit out words correctly, you, you got some other issues, right? You might be stroking out. You might have that disorder where everything comes out backwards or, or jumbled. Let's take a listen to this self-diagnosed semi-verbal. In this video, she's explaining, trying to explain what she's having for Din Din. I think she communicates by tapping on the table. 
Meatloaf. I think she's saying meatloaf. Cauliflower. Doesn't that kind of sound like cauliflower? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Mash. Grav. She's pointing at mashed potatoes and gravy, but she can only get the mash and the grav out. Stuffing. Oh. Long. <laughs> I don't think a, a non-verbal person or semi-verbal would laugh at the words that are not coming out. You know what I mean? Long. <laughs> I'm so fucking weird. <laughs> I'm trying to say asparagus, but it came out long. Goody green. Greens. She might be going for turtle. She- no. Yeah, this is not being non-verbal. Finally, she points at her chicken and pronounces it Chipkin. Chibkin. These kids need their asses beat. Just a couple whacks right to their face. You'll be amazed at how quickly they become verbal. Oh, they'll be talking and screaming. Here is a another pair of fakers. Uh, these two say they have Tourette's and they're going to recite the alphabet together. Now, it's amazing that their ticks are so in sync. Okay, the alphabet with Tourette's. Let's go A. Asshole. B. Bitch. C. Crap. Okay. D. Dick. E. Elephant. Bitch. Elephant. Elephant. You're massive. Sorry. Big frog. 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 Fuck. Yeah, they want you to take their disability seriously, but they produce videos with that goofy-ass circus music in the background. Go there. Hell! Horny! This goes on for three minutes. You know, they go through the entire alphabet. You're going to hell. Horny bitch. Horny bitch. Horny bitch. I love that. I. I spy with my little eye. I, 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 I. Hate gay people. Those aren't even ticks. That was long, thought out, and drawn out. We've heard real people with Tourette's many times on the podcast. Real ticks are like, uh, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom and wash my popsicle. I'm sorry. I'm going to go wash my, my my feet. They got dirty in the bullshit. This girl is like, I is for, I, uh, I hate gay people. They are really fucking disgusting. Bags should repent or uh, rot in hell. Whoa, that was a long tick. I, 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 I hate gay people. <laughs> so obviously these girls use their tics to, you know, say shocking things and get a laugh. It's times like this that I wish I had Tourette's. I need all the excuses and alibis I can get, you know? Finally, we've got a new DID faker to share with you. Zico had some uh, interesting information here. The, the person I'm about to play for you basically is a stealing terminology and concepts from the original, the OG faker on YouTube who goes by the name of uh, Disocia DID. Ziggo says that person is patient zero of this online phenomenon. So that person came up with terminology like inner world, gatekeeping, host, 
Now, the person I have for you today is on TikTok, and she calls her whole world, her system of like over 200 personalities, uh, the angel system. Hello, I'm Velvet. I'm going to be introducing the My Angel System. We have 208 alters. We've been diagnosed by a psychiatrist that we have DID, our main. Yeah, I'm going to need to see paperwork on that. I don't believe it. Um, fronters are Philia, and our main little is Puppy and Baba. I wish I could get a doctor who deals with real multiple personalities to come on this program and just watch these TikTok videos in real time with me and explain if any of this is even possible. I'm guessing not. Hi, um, I'm Rose. I'm 19 years old. I am one of the main protectors of the system. I am a single mother of a girl named Myra. She is my daughter. I like taking care of my um, garden, my succulents, I like baking bread, and I like doodling on my skin. Wow, what a personality. I bake bread and I draw on myself. Not everything is a separate personality, you know? People are very complex. I have an interest in Greek mythology. Is that me, or should I attribute that to a, a different person living inside of me? I'm Azriel. I identify as a minotaur. My pronouns are glurp slash glop. I like to read about Vikings. Hi, I'm Velvet. I'm the main inner helper and the main gatekeeper of the system. I'm also a demon. I am 23. Sure. I really like animals in general. I like taking care of people. I like cinnamon rolls and I like <laughs> running. This demon enjoys eating cinnamon rolls and competing in half marathons. Got it. Perfectly normal. What about you, you little freak? What about you, you little freak? Hello there, I am Chrysanthemum. I'm an inner self helper. There is always, always at least one British altar. It's a rule. I don't make up the rules, but it is one. If you have multiple personalities, you got a goddamn Brit living inside of you. I'm a manager of the system. I like cleaning, making sure everything is nice. And I like cherry blossoms. I'm also a demon or just an immortal being. There's another one of her altars that talks like there's always like the soft-spoken one there's one who's like really loud and swears a lot it's interesting because like all for all of these videos these are all separate videos it's the same chick just different personalities and she uh has different makeup <laughs> different makeup and outfits for all of her alters hello i'm cherry blossom i'm ageless i'm also an inner self help you sound like mead skeleton I'm an ageless beauty. <laughs> ageless. I'm also an inner self Timeless. helper of this system. I like gardens, cottages, cottage core, and wandering in forces. What the fuck is cottage core? <laughs> is that a type of music or something? And I can't imagine what cottage core is. Some sick but soft, dainty, flowery beats. Actually, I'm looking it up here. Uh, cottage core is an aesthetic that celebrates simple living. Oh, well, then I'm totally cottage core. I celebrate Leanne Paisley Howell and everything she does. You know, I bet you Leanne Paisley Howell could do an entire episode of simple living dedicated to those suffering from multiple personalities. Hi, I'm Leanne Paisley Howell, and coming up on today's Simple Living, organizing a dinner party for your entire DID system. From food to entertainment, it can be challenging to keep all the voices in your head happy. What happens when Dobby, the British leper, wants to eat Italian cuisine, but Amelia, the troglodytic trans nonverbal inanimate popsicle stick, wants finger food? Oh, and the sentient potato living inside of you wants to eat dirt. 
Meanwhile, Grulok, the seven-eyed stone demon, wants beer-battered children. With multiple personality soirees, it may be time to think outside the culinary box. How about a fun and festive menu that's sure to be a hit? Today, I'll show you how to plate and present a bowl of sertraline mix, Risperdal rolls, Clozapine casserole, and for dessert, Palaparadone pie. Mm -mm. It's a meal your guests won't soon forget, unless they suffer from side effects from those antipsychotics. Low-grade amnesia, confusion, and mild blackouts are a few of the adverse issues that patients reported. After dinner, but before you're all knocked out on your asses, why not play a party game specifically crafted for you by me? It's called the Game of Phonouns. And it's super fun and super easy. Each alter in your head takes a turn listing their pronouns. The most ridiculous one wins. Chester the Table Lamp's pronouns are dim slash day. But the snakeskin lesbian shoes living in your head want to be referred to as or hiss. Who will win? You never know, playing the game of phonouns. All this plus much more on a special multiple personality edition of Simple Living. That bitch knocked it out of the park again. By the way, the game of phonouns sounds like that. That's like that. We could make that. We could sell that. Who wants to work with me on that? It'd be a card game. Be super easy to produce. We'll all become millionaires. And then I'll never have to do this stupid podcast again. I mean, I, I would continue doing it. I just, I wouldn't have to, you know. No one steal that idea from me. Phone nouns, copyright Tim Henson. Putting it out there. All right, real quick, before we get into the news today, remember that clip we played a long time ago, two Indian dudes fighting? Uh, I believe it was a case of road rage. If you want to go, then you go to hill and go down. Why you get okay, yeah, yes, why? Are you crazy? You're fucking bitch. You are fucking, you are fucking. You fucking, fucking, you bloody. You bloody. Fuck you bloody. Right. Bloody, bloody fuck you. you. Fuck you, bloody. Bloody, bloody fuck you, bloody. Fucking mother, bloody <laughs> fuck, bitch. Bitch, you bloody what fuck you, do, you, you fucking bloody. Well, apparently that's just how Indian people fight, because I've got another clip here of an altercation. This time... We are at an auto mechanic where a, a female customer is getting into a, a little verbal scuffle with uh, the mechanic. Approve. Okay, okay. You, you need approve. We are asking for the No, now, Just now. Get out. You're open now, right? You're open now. Call the police, okay? Uh, yes. Call the police. Call the police. Call the police. No worries. Bloody fuck you. Get out my shop. That's no, it. No, I will not. You fuck off. You fuck off. Okay. Hey, Don't get out you my shop. You fuck up, get out my shop, okay? You guys fuck up. I mean, I guess it's kind of like no different than, uh, I was going to say regular people fucking, but you know, like, you know, American people fucking, white people fucking, white people fucking, I'm sorry, white people fighting, you know, they say, fuck you, fuck off. Sometimes when he says fuck off, it's like a bark, fuck out. I don't know the specifics of the argument, but this woman uh, wants proof of something, like maybe a receipt or proof of what they are fixing on her car. Get up! We will not! No. We need proof! We need proof of what? We they got the Fuck off! <laughs> okay. We're asking for the proof! You just fuck off, get out of my car. Get the fuck out! I will not! 
Unfortunately, there is no uh, resolution to this video. It just sort of ends. Get out. Get out. You forgot? Get out there. There go, just checking in with some Indian friends. Bloody fuck you, bloody, bloody fuck you. Finally, uh, you know, one of the greatest inventions of the last, what, 10 or 15 years has to be those ring doorbells. They're really providing a lot of great content, mostly in the form of drunk people going to the wrong house, ringing bells and acting like a fool. In this case, I believe uh, this woman is either on drugs or suffering a medical emergency. Why do I say this? Well, uh, first of all, it's 3.30 in the morning. This woman approaches a house that she's never been to before. This is, in fact, a complete stranger. And it appears she's wearing a variety of um, novelty tape on her face. You know how <laughs> you know how people sometimes will put tape on their face, like on their nose, and lift it up, the tape up to their forehead and make them look like uh, pigs, like a pig snout? That's not exactly what this woman is doing, but she's got a strip of uh, of tape a- across her forehead near her eyebrows and then another long piece of tape that uh, spans both cheeks and up over the bridge of her nose. Also, she's in her nightgown and in bare feet. Something is strange here. I'll fast forward a bit because it takes a couple minutes for the owners of the house to answer because, you know, they were sleeping. It's 3.30 in the morning. By the way, take a look at the chapter artwork if you want to see what this uh, woman looks like. Hi, do you live here? Yeah, I live here. <laughs> you can tell he's like half asleep. Uh, yeah, I live here. What's up? Yeah. Okay. Um, are you any good with computers? You're, you're ringing my doorbell at 3.30 in the morning for tech support? Turn your router off and turn it back on if you've lost internet. We're in bed. Are you? Can I come up? All right, things are about to get a whole lot sexier. It's thruple time. Are you? Can I come up? No, we're in bed. Oh, you're inside. I thought you said you were outside. Yeah, we're at. We're sleeping outside in bed. Um. Do you have time to come over and help me with it? If you don't, I'm just going to have to wait tomorrow and go to Best Buy or something. So it's up to you. But I've got, I'm waiting for an MRI to be scheduled with my head since <laughs> I probably broke my nose. Oh, well, this is sort of kind of explaining it. And shoved it up into my head. Part of her nose is lodged in her brain. Bone or cartilage or something? If what she's saying is true, and it could be based on the tape on her face, maybe these people should help her. I mean, not with her computer, but this this lady needs to call 911. She needs to get this checked out now. She ain't doing well. I probably broke my nose and shoved it up into my head. Um, (laughs) Can we do this tomorrow? It's like 3.30 in the morning. There is uh, an exceptionally long pause here. It leads me to believe that she she doesn't understand that it's 3.30 in the morning, right? Uh, she's having a hard time computing this. I guess maybe because she's got bone shards stuck in her uh, meat CPU. Yes, I'll get up and do that with you at 3.30 in the morning. No, it's 3.30 in the morning right now. She doesn't even know what time it is. Uh can, can we do this tomorrow? 
Yes, we can do it tomorrow. I can just take it tomorrow. tomorrow. You're going to make this bitch go to Best Buy? That's just a waste of money. Go on the geek squad route. I'm not trying to be a pain in the butt. I just hate computer stuff. And we're getting the kinks worked out of mine. It's new software, new um, hard drive, new everything. I'm way behind the times. Well, she, I mean, she's with it in the sense, like, she, she can formulate coherent sentences. So, we'll, I'll just okay. wait. Okay. okay. Let me, uh, let me know. I'll be happy to call someone. Okay. All right. Well, there she goes. Just don't call Best Buy. There are better options than the Geek Squad. All right. Uh, that's how you know she's mentally ill. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for The Sideshow. That's DB's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday, this week should be no different. That means tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to your podcast, uh, you can now sign up and get access to the Sideshow right in those apps. Just a few taps. You can even use uh, Apple Pay if you're using an Apple Podcast. So check that out. Simple way to get access to new Sideshow exclusive programs and, of course, uh, all the the new free shows as well. For more information, check out DistortedView.com and SuperFreakSideshow.com. The final way to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. I truly mean that. Could not do the program without the support of you freaks. So thank you so much for that. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, I'm sure most of you are familiar, at least in concept, with uh, the Red Light District in Amsterdam. That's the area where all the, you know, sexes, hookers and drugs and stuff. It's like anything goes. It's why every 18-year-old wants to go to Amsterdam before, you know, starting college or whatever. Amsterdam's infamous red light district is set to be replaced. Oh, no. There's got to be an uproar over this, right? Taking away our pussy and pot. People should be revolting. There should be a revolution in the streets. I guess I should finish the sentence. Amsterdam's infamous red light district is set to be replaced by an erotic center. Oh, more pussy. Center makes it sound like there's going to be big buildings, like, you know, 50 stories of cunt. Multi-floor prostitution centers. I'm starting to like the sound of all of this. Uh, Yes, it's going to be replaced by an erotic center if only the locals could agree where exactly to put it. Officials in the Dutch city agreed last year on plans to replace the sex-filled area of the city in a bid to fix the issues the area brings with it, from high crime rates to overcrowding and a new building with 100 rooms for sex workers to, you know, carry out their jobs, as well as bars, entertainment areas, restaurants, and a health center was all being designed and given the green light. 
the uh, current red light district would then be turned into housing. Again, this all sounds well and good, but the problem is uh, no one knows where to put this thing, right? Uh, The issue is that nobody wants to have the place near where they live, right? So they, they don't know where to put this complex. Uh, It was supposed to be built in one of eight locations, including a harbor or a business district, but locals in every area have rejected the idea. Now, the mayor has been forced to find new locations as a result. Speaking to The Observer, newspaper, I guess, she said, I hope it's possible to create an erotic center that has some class and distinction and isn't a place where only petty criminals and the most vulnerable women gather. But I also realize there's a long road ahead of us because most people associate sex work with crime. That's at least the hot kind of sex. And with the vulnerability of women with human rights being violated. Again, if human rights aren't being violated, what's the point of having sex? There's no way I'm getting hard that way. Quote, so in most neighborhoods, most people are not very enthusiastic about the erotic center. Despite the obvious downfalls of the sex area, it has boosted tourism in Amsterdam with around 200,000 sex tourists visiting every year. So, you know, they need to have a red light district. Their economy thrives on it. The mayor, I guess, has given herself a, a, a time frame. She wants to find a new site and she wants to do it before Christmas. Before the birth of Christ, we will have a new fuck center in our city. That's my promise to you. He's a good mayor. She explained, I hope before Christmas to choose the final location and make it known. The short list is three, but I hope we can narrow uh, narrow it down to one. Local councils are not going to pay for an erotic center. It's a private initiative. Tolerance has its limits. The mayor has had her issues with the red light district in the past. She previously caused a stir last year when she slammed those coming to Amsterdam only for sex and drugs. I would be kind of offended, too. I'd be like, you know, we've got other things here. There's you know, beautiful scenery. We've got museums, parks and stuff. I mean, you know, you can leave the red light district and check out the rest of, you know, what we have to offer. According to local reports, she only wanted those people who wish to visit the city for the beauty of our city to do so and accused others of being on vacation from morals. Yeah, well, regardless, you're getting money from that. So shut your pie hole, bitch. Quote, they express a form of behavior they would not express at home. People coming here to lose their morals is a problem for us. It's a problem that results in big, big dollars to your city. So again, I say, how you back? How you back? That's uh, shut the fuck up in Dutch, I think. Hope she gets my message loud and clear. Second story we have for you today. Let's go to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Here we go. Welcome to Texas. Welcome to Austin, Texas. Well, no, not not Austin, Texas. He always gets that wrong. A Texas woman made a spooky discovery about her rental home in Gainesville. Again, we're talking Gainesville, Texas here. There is not a Florida connection. Uh, Yes, the Texas woman made a spooky discovery after several renters claimed it was haunted. Linda Hill, owner of Hill House Manor. Well, that just sounds scary, right? Isn't there a, isn't there a horror movie called Hill House or The Haunting of Hill House? I don't know. Uh, she was taking a shower when she heard someone say, looking good. Oh, 
They're horny ghosts. Even better, our very own Mead Skelton has some experience with that. I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. See, it's a beautiful appears as a beautiful woman, and I was entranced. And then she turned into an old hag, and she tried to suffocate me by sitting on my chest. And um, I rebuked it in the name of Jesus. It fled. But I believe this is a spirit of infirmity. Uh, because that's why I suffer from chronic uh, gastrointestinal ailments because of this uh, demon lady. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> oh. Mead, uh, did you have something you wanted to add? Okay, I was just wondering to get a possible opinion if I sounded all Negro. No, no, I am not helping you with that today. Got to focus on this news story here. Quote, I thought it was my husband. Oh, when, when the ghost was like, ooh, looking, looking good. I thought it was my husband. I mean, he and I were the only ones in the house, she said. Or were they? Yes, it was not her husband making the comments. It was a ghost, she said. I spoke to him, you know. He told me I was looking good. I said uh, thank you. And I asked him uh, what he'd been doing that day. And we had a conversation. And then we left. Oh, he didn't try to sit on your face? You know, like Mead's ghost? This ghost was uh, pretty respectful. She added that uh, she believes the home has many different types of ghosts. We've got kids, we've got old people, old guys, and we've got hookers. Ta-da! Ghost whores. All right, the most common type of ghosts that come around are hookers, Hill claimed. Male renters, she said, have told her that they felt somebody stroking their face, stroking their arm, or touching their shoulders. She should charge extra to rent those places. Actually, that's the that makes the most sense, right? She wants people to go to her rental property, so this is how she's going to drum up business. Come to the Haunted Hill House and get your dick stroked by a spook. Actually, uh, this woman appeared on uh, Fox News. That tracks. She was on that uh, Jesse Waters show, and he said uh, the good thing about a hooker ghost is that you don't have to pay for it. Again, just a little bonus if you uh, book at the Hill House. Actually, the woman said uh, these ghosts try to, the, the, the ghost whores, the prostitutes, they try to stir up business, but they can't figure out a way to conclude the transaction, right? I don't know if that means that the ghost tries to, like, ride the, the dude's dick, but can't because, you know, they, they they float right through him. Or if she's talking about, like, the financial transaction where, like, you know, the prostitute want the ghost prostitute wants money. But again, they're ghosts, so they, they, they can't get it. The Hill House Manor owner said a ghost did follow a renter home one time, but eventually got tired. <laughs> she said she told the man to tell the ghost to come home. And they did. She came back up here. Uh, that's how ghosts work. The rental home reportedly has been a popular spot in recent months for paranormal investigators staying the night to figure out the alleged phenomena. Phenomena. Okay, I clearly, I clearly phenomena. said, I clearly said phenomena, phenomena. not phenomena. Oh, Final story we have for you today. We got one from uh, Arizona, specifically Lake Havasu City, Arizona. A Lake Havasu City couple who are both teachers have been fired for purportedly making sexually explicit content on school grounds for the subscription platform OnlyFans. I could see the appeal. They could do some, uh, you know, sexy teacher-student role-play shit. 
or hot lunch lady porn, the possibilities are endless. Gay female gym teacher stuff, the lesbo action. I think this is only a problem if it happened uh, during school hours or if uh, this was like an after school thing and the kids were operating the audio video equipment. Otherwise, let these people have their little part-time job or extracurricular activity, whatever. I know how much teachers get paid. I'm sorry, how little teachers get paid. They get paid so little, they got to suck dick on cam, man. The only way they can uh, scrape a living. All right, uh, the Today's News Herald reports Lake Havasu Unified School District officials confirmed an eighth grade science teacher was terminated on October 31st. She was killed shot in the head by the principal. Wow, those unified school districts don't fuck around. They have a very strict uh, moral code they have to follow. Uh, no, she was terminated, just fired. She was fired. Her husband, a fourth grade teacher, was let go four days later. Andrea Hellert, a district spokeswoman, says the district is not able to comment on personnel matters. The newspaper says Thunderbolt Middle School, where at least one of the teachers taught, sent an email to parents Monday informing them students had been sharing explicit material involving a staffer. Oh, so the kids ran across the OnlyFans account of the teachers. Yikes. The statement went on to say the images depicted did not happen during the school day. And the person depicted no longer works for the school district. The teacher appeared to have an OnlyFans account under another name. Some of the content featured her husband. OnlyFans, of course, is a social media site driven by subscriptions. It's known for users offering and buying adult content. Alea Bilski, a parent of an eighth grader, says she discovered the teacher had a link to her OnlyFans account on social media channels under her real name. Well, that's a fuck-witted move. What's the point of running an OnlyFans account under a fake name if you're going to link to your OnlyFans account on all of your regular social media shit, like your LinkedIn profile. Currently an eighth grade science teacher at Lake Havasu Unified School District. By day, by night, come check out all the stuff I shoved in my pussy on my OnlyFans page. If you happen to be a student, I will give you a discount. Students and veterans, I will give a veterans discount as well. All right, uh, the parent also claimed the school only alerted parents after she posted about her discovery on Facebook. The teachers have not responded to the newspaper's attempt uh, to seek comment. So there you go. That's what's happening in Arizona and your world today. Freaks, let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, I love to hear from you, and there are many ways to contact the show. Of course, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Most importantly, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out and chatting. It's absolutely free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few freaks. I believe we've got some patrons calling in. Oh my God, need. No, there's no such thing as black privilege and not having to use sunscreen when you're black. Black people do have to use sunscreen. It's like, well, if at the very least, I mean, they, they may not have to worry about tanning, but uh, you know, cancer. Has to use sunscreen. That's the that's the real reason why we wear sun sunscreen. It's like, no matter how dark your skin is, it doesn't compare to the protection that sunscreen brings. They do have to wear sunscreen. And you would think. Now, I don't know if this is going to come off as racist, but. The darker your skin, the more uh, light and heat your skin is absorbing, right? Be you know how you know how black absorbs 
So they, they might actually be at a greater risk for skin cancer and, uh, you know, all that uh, shit. He gets the littlest things wrong. How he gets everything wrong. Has Mead ever said anything that was right? He do it. He did a, a new live stream this past weekend. I uh, I couldn't make it through it. I, I don't know. I was searching for little things to maybe play on the show. And maybe I, I'll, I'll play some clips later on in the week. But I couldn't even make it through the whole thing. Hey, Timmy Booth, Psycho Freak, Baby Manson. I was curious, have you caught wind of or have you watched yet Matt Walsh's What is a Woman? I'm sure that you would get several isolatable <laughs> audio clips. That we- I haven't seen that. I did see the clip that was going around of him on Joe Rogan saying like a million prepubescent girls are getting their titties cut off or on hormone blockers and then... They did a quick fact check live on the air, and it turns out it's like a thousand over five years, or it's like some tiny little amount. Matt Walsh is this guy. He works, I think, for the Daily. Was it Daily Caller? <laughs> no, the Daily Wire, whatever Ben Shapiro's website is, and uh, he his focus really is on tr- trans issues. Like he's very anti trans and anti-gay for that matter but um yeah he he kind of misspoke there gave a wrong stat and everyone was all over his ass audio clips that would be amazing for your show in it i have yet to finish it but i think that you would genuinely enjoy watching this if you get as cute as you do when you're doing your show (laughs) anymore much love timmy i'm assuming it's uh free to watch have uh, some of you other freaks taken a look at this? Uh, I don't know if you call it a documentary or what, but um, th- th- let me know. Maybe I will take a look at it and uh, play some clips on the program. Hey, Tim, just a little extension on Foot Week. Oh, Foot Week continues. Foot Week's turning into Foot Months. I do not like this. Do not approve. Um, so I'm part of the running community, and one thing that I've noticed amongst a good, good contingent of runners is that they they like to take their shoes off and try running barefooted. Well, that can't possibly work out well for them. That's kind of a movement that's been going through. Apparently, it really helps with your form and helps you... Like, not outside, right? Like, not... I mean, running inside, maybe. Like, inside tracks and stuff at the gym. Helps you... Helps discourage heel strikes when, when you're... Running long distance. I myself, no, I ain't going to do that. But normally even they don't, they don't go out on like the, the, the trails and what have it. They stay on the grass and what. Oh, grass, grass running. Still, you got bees and you know, I've had some bad luck with bees recently. I am not going to be running barefoot. No, no, no. Those those (laughs) fucking foot people. Weird. Yeah. Very weird. Fuck those weirdos. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. I'm also a demon. I like taking care of people. I like cinnamon rolls and I like running. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Now's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.